0: Well, sorry guys. I'm back. No more Adam Azer hosting. No more Jacob Gibbs and his outstanding analysis. Thank you, Jacob, for all your help over the last week. I am back though, and I'm back for a very fun slate. This is the Sportsline DFS podcast. Mike, we've had a lot of core slates recently where there are also aces and we're talking about how to deal with that. This feels like a completely different animal I'm not sure anyone's going to use the expensive pitchers, which means everybody's going to get the hitters they want.
1: Yes, uh, you definitely said it correctly there. You're going to be getting the hitters you want. Everyone's going to. Uh, there's really, I mean, there's a couple top-tier pitchers, I guess. Uh, the way DraftKings prices players, there's always going to be a couple expensive pitchers. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that they're going to be very popular tonight. I think it's definitely going to be a night where everyone is prioritizing hitting.
0: So when I send in my contrarian plays in the morning for sports line, they're generally cheaper guys, especially the hitters. They're generally cheaper guys that I think might get overlooked. Today I actually sent in a couple of expensive bats that are not playing at Coors Field. I think everybody is going to want to get those right-handed Rockies in their lineup against wei and Chin. So I kind of think maybe you get Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Michael Brantley, guys like that. At a much lower ownership than you should.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that you do. Um, you know, the only issue with my, with, with Michael Brantley might be a little rain, but other than that, I absolutely love Brantley there. I do obviously love Mike Trout every time you play. And you're right. You're going to get some pretty low ownership there. Also, the, the Chicago Cubs, like, you know, it's a big slate there on the road in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, there are a lot of expensive hitters to pay up for tonight because like I like said, Everyone is going to prioritize the right-handed Rockies, as they should, really, against Wei and Chen.
0: Let's talk about those Rockies. They are the top stack of the night. I think the highest implied run total of the season so far, 6.8 runs. We've also got the Indians at 5.7, the Astros at 5.5, the Athletics at 5.1. I'm certain that the Rockies are your favorite stack. So who would be the second favorite stack outside
1: of course today? So my second favorite stack is probably going to be the Houston Astros. Uh, I get to pick on Danny Duffy, the lefty on the mound. So what's going to determine whether the Astros are number two or three for me might be whether or not the roof is open. Uh, it's basically one of the first days it's been raining a lot in Texas. It's one of the first days recently where you know we're going to have sunshine and they might be able to open the roof. If they do, the wind is blowing out to center but it's very humid, uh, over 70% humidity there. Um, that environment becomes incredibly strong if they open the roof there. So they're definitely two or three, a strong two if the roof is open.
0: My favorite contrarian stack going to be the St. Louis Cardinals big park factor bump for them at Miller Park against Junior Guerra, a pitcher who has been better than I expected this year. He's also outperforming his peripherals. I do think Gara's got a bad game coming, and hopefully this is the one.
1: I I couldn't agree more. I uh, definitely love love the Cardinals. Um, as you know, I love taking advantage of park shifts, and that's a, a very good one in the division for the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: Now, if you're going to try to play bets and or Trout with some of the course hitters, you're going to need value plays today. I struggled a little bit to find FanDuel values because I don't believe, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Neither of the athletic games are on the FanDuel slate, so I only have two. I'm hoping you give us a couple others. I do like Jock Peterson for just 2400 and then Mike's good buddy, Steve Pierce, coming off of the disabled list, noted lefty masher, just $2,200 against Andrew Heaney.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like uh, Steve Pierce there. It is unfortunate that the athletics games are both not on the slate. Um, yeah, there's not a ton of uh, really cheap value. I mean, I'll, the guys that I'm going to give, you know, you mentioned Jock Peterson. I think Jason Hayward's cheap enough, $2,600. Uh, that counts as value today. Um, look, Lonnie Chisenhall for the Indians, he should be in there against Mike Fiers at 2600 uh, You know, So we have options. Another one, you know, I kind of mention him every time. Uh, I think we're going to disagree a little bit on the Minnesota Twins tonight, but they're always cheap, and I do like them against left-handed pitching, even though it hasn't been very profitable for me so far this season. Robbie Grossman, 2500 is always an option to consider against a left-handed pitcher.
0: We will save that Twins discussion for just a little bit later. We've got some BVP. Andrew McCutcheon, 6 for 12 with two dongs off what will probably be one of the more popular cheap pitchers, Clayton Richard. Mike Trout, four for 10 with two dongs off Marco Estrada. George Springer, just three for 12, but two dongs off Danny Duffy. And then Jose Altuve has a 1432 OPS and 18 plate appearances against Duffy.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to see the, uh, the, the Danny Duffy BVP there. Uh, I think that the Astros might be pretty popular, at least at the uh, top of the order there.
0: But there's one Astro who has not done well, Carlos Correa, 1-for-12 against Duffy. We've also got Salvador Perez, 2-for-21 against Dallas Keuchel. And then I may throw a wrench in everyone's Indian stacking plans. Jason Kipnis, 2-for-15 against Mike Fiers. Francisco Lindor, 3-for-17. Michael Brantley, 3-for-14. Edwin Encarnacion, 2-for-16
1: against Mike Fiers. Wow, that is, uh, that is impressive. He, Mike Fires had one good season, or a good month, I guess, against the, uh, against the Indians once.
0: He may have had a good start earlier this year against them as well. I feel like I stacked the Indians against Mike Fires earlier this year and somehow it didn't work.
1: Yeah, you, uh, you stacking the Indians against, uh, that team hasn't really, or any stacking against that team has been very difficult for you this season.
0: Oh, Matt Boyd. Oh. Did I miss a Matt Boyd start while I was uh out of communication? Did did he finally blow up while I was gone?
1: <laughs> I, I honestly I don't remember if he blew up or not. But <laughs> you did you did miss a Matt Boyd start for sure.
0: Okay, Dong Chasers. I was also out of pocket for that for a couple of days. I'm still in first place at 1789. Chris Towers made up a little bit of ground at 1642. Mike almost got out of last place. We got Adam at 950. Mike at 930. And yes, Jacob, if you're listening, you would be in first place right now, but you only have three games. Like he's not qualified for the title, right,
1: Mike? Oh, right. Yeah, you certainly have not had enough plate appearances to be qualified for the title. <laughs> uh, you know, keep keep battling, and uh, you you might get enough. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, ah, yeah. absolutely fantastic job on the the uh, picking up two dongs already there, and in, uh, in the first week.
0: We will definitely have him on the show. More regularly throughout the year. Today's Dong Chaser picks. Chris Towers went first, and he's a chalk eater. Nolan Arenado. Mike went with George Springer just because he couldn't have Nolan Arenado. I took Michael Brantley to watch the weather, and hopefully I won't have to change that one. And then Adam went with Jose Altuve. We've mentioned some weather possible weather issues in Cleveland. There's a lot of possible weather issues, but most of them, I feel like, are delay concerns in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Atlanta, and even Cleveland. To me, at least, at 1:30 p.m. Eastern, it looks like Washington is the only one that could be a major problem.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that it might be a major problem there. Um, you know, you know, Cleveland, but yeah, I think that uh, the good news is, is there enough good hitting environments that. Uh, I think you can comfortably build around it even at this point of the day. Like, you know, like we, we like Cleveland, we like some of those guys, but I, I don't think that it's really going to, you know, cause you to have to sit around and wait and miss out on some of this stuff. Let's talk about top starting pitchers. Patrick
0: Corbin, Sean Newcomb, Alex Woods, very high upside lefties along with Jack Flaherty. Are you going to play any of these pitchers on DraftKings, all priced right around $9,000, $10,000?
1: I, I don't think there's any chance uh i just there's no reason to i think that some of the upside with the uh the tier below it and you know just knowing that we want some course field exposure and some of these other big bats uh you know i i don't see any reason to really pay that price tag
0: okay we can do the twins argument now i am going with mike minor as my contrarian starting pitcher partially because of his price over on draftkings 5400. Partially because as much as I agree with you, Mike, that the Twins should be better against lefties than they have been, they do have the sixth highest strikeout rate against left-handed pitchers at 24.3%. And they are in the bottom third of the league in weighted runs created against lefties at 87.
1: I I totally get it. Um, it's one of those where I'm going to have probably have a little bit of exposure to both sides. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the positions a little bit, but. I still like Brian Dozier. He's underpriced um, in, in this matchup, in my opinion. I will always be interested in punting catcher with Mitch Garver. And then Robbie Grossman's the guy, if I need some value, I can totally get to that point and do it. Um, so I, I think that, you know, but I also see your side of it. And I could definitely see myself using Mike Miner in some tournament lineups.
0: I will say there was a moment in Minneapolis where I was uh, sitting at an establishment having a drink. And I saw Robbie Grossman homer off a left, and I thought, how many times have I played Robbie Grossman against a left-handed pitcher this year, and he's not hit a home run? And I'm sitting here not playing DFS, and there it is.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I it's a very uh, very frustrating feeling when that happens. I uh, just got to kind of stick to the process a little bit, and uh, that's what I will be doing personally. I will still play the lefty, or I will still play them against left-handed pitching, uh, just probably not in as many lineups as I would have two months ago.
0: Let's talk cheap starting pitchers. Chris Stratton against Clayton Richard in the best pitching environment of the day. I expect that Stratton is going to be the chalk, but which of these two do you prefer?
1: Yeah, I, I think that Stratton's probably the guy that I would prefer in this spot. Um I, I think that I just believe in his long term sustainability a little more. Uh, you know, has the implied win probability edge. Uh so I think it's Stratton for me.
0: And then who are your other favorite starting pitchers? Because we haven't found one that you've said for sure that uh, is in your top two on DraftKings.
1: I mean, I think that my number one starting pitcher today is going to be Dallas Keiko against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, just incredible implied win probability, like nearly minus 300 favorite. Uh, it's about as big as it gets uh, this season in Major League Baseball, especially with Clayton Kershaw not being really as sharp as he has been. Uh, so I, I will certainly be playing Dallas Keiko as my number one pitcher tonight.
0: Okay, so we've locked in... Your dong chasers pick George Springer. My dong chasers pick Michael Brantley. And I assume that we're just going to play Nolan Arenado at third base.
1: Yeah, look, I, I'm definitely playing Nolan Arenado at third base. Uh You know, you could make the argument that he's going to be too popular, but I, I honestly like Arenado hitting two dongs tonight is not unlikely at all.
0: I do think the nice thing about this slate. Is If that's what you're worried about, if you're worried about Arenado being too highly owned or if you just want to be a little bit contrarian, Jose Ramirez is $300 cheaper and facing Mike Fiers. Alex Bregman is $700 cheaper and facing Danny Duffy. You've got Matt Carpenter at Miller Park. You've got Chris Bryant in Cincinnati. There are a lot of options if you do want to fade Arenado tonight.
1: Yes. No, there are certainly a lot of options, and I will be doing that in tournaments. I'm, I'm just saying in cash games, I'm probably still going to play Nolan Arenado at this point. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, the one I love is Chris Bryant there, $1,100 less on DraftKings. That's uh, it's pretty ridiculous to get Chris Bryant's talent in that big of a park shift also for over $1,000 less.
0: So on DraftKings, if we start with Keichel, Stratton, Arenado, Springer, and Brantley, we have 37.60 remaining per player. On FanDuel, starting with Keichel, Arenado, Springer, and Brantley, we have 25.80. Are you comfortable with that?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think that there will be enough value. Uh, might have to use one of the Minnesota Twins, um, to, to be able to make that work, but. I definitely think that we can make it work. You know, there is enough, you know, it's essentially a full slate here. So we're going to have value tonight for sure. Let's talk
0: about that value then. And I think we'll probably have to start immediately at catcher getting some of that value. I do like Chris Ionetta. I think if Max Stacey's in a lineup, he is a good option. The guy I'm really zeroing in on, and I don't know if he's going to play because he has not been a completely everyday player by any stretch, but Alex Avila at 2,500. And I think he just homered yesterday.
1: Yes, uh, Alex Avila is definitely someone that I will be interested in. Uh, you know, not a great heading environment for him in Pittsburgh, but, uh, that doesn't really seem to matter too much though. The price point cannot argue with it at all at 2500 on DraftKings. Um, so yeah, it's definitely someone I'm going to be interested in. Uh, probably where I would recommend going at this point. Um, because, uh, you know, we we definitely need some salary savings here.
0: Let's just lock him in and then if, for some reason, he's not. There will be a catcher in that 25 dollars 2600 range that you can put in your lineup. It's probably a night, though, if you're playing this combination of hitters where you're playing a cheap catcher,
1: right? Yeah, no, I definitely think you're playing a cheap catcher. Um, I don't think that you're going to be interested in really paying up for, like... Look, I'm not paying 4800 for J.T. Romito tonight against John Gray, even at Coors Field. Like that, that's just not going to happen.
0: Let's talk about first base. I like... I like Yonder Alonso at 3,800, assuming that game's fine. Freddie Freeman, I think, may be a little bit underowned. Obviously, Ian Desmond and Justin Bohr, because they're playing at Coors, are going to be popular. One value play that may be a little under the radar, Luis Valbuena, even though he hit two home runs last night.
1: Yeah, look, I do think he will go underowned owned again. Uh, Shout-out to Luis Valbuena. Um, completely saved my night last night with the uh, double dong on FanDuel. Um, so thank you. Uh, yeah, I do think he'll be under-owned. Uh, Yonder Alonso is my favorite, assuming that game plays. Uh, I have him pretty clearly above the rest of the field uh, at, at that point. And then I finally, I think, look, Anthony Rizzo is going to be a great tournament play, just like his teammate Chris Bryant. Um, he's definitely going to go overlooked at that price point.
0: So we can definitely plug Alonso in over on DraftKings, where he's 3800 and that's a value on DraftKings. On FanDuel... I- I'm not really sure. I, I think playing Valbuena in the utility at 2100 makes some sense. He's a third base eligible and we've already got Arenado in. You put Alonzo at first base and we have 2433 remaining for three spots. I, I think that'll work. We'll go with that and we'll move on to second base. DJ LeMayhew, Ozzy Albies, Jose Altuve. Those are the top options. You like Brian Dozier quite a bit. Who's the value play at second base on FanDuel?
1: Yeah, so on FanDuel it's not as clear cut on DraftKings. Um, I Brian Dozier at 3600 is the value play for me. Uh, I also like Jed Jerko a little bit at 3100. Uh but yeah, on FanDuel it is man, there's there's not a lot of great value out there because you know like 3100 Jason Kipnis maybe. Like you know there's not a lot of uh great value. I uh, maybe dropping all the way down to Eduardo Nunez against Wade LeBlanc at 2,500. Um, Colton Wong, I guess, 2,400. You're not getting a lineup spot that's ideal, but you do get a nice park ship there. I that's think, weird.
0: I think Nunez makes the most sense against a lefty at Fenway, just 2,500 and kind of fits in with the lineup. And I'm okay with, like, I'm going to play a lot of Mike Minor tonight, but we don't have him in this lineup. I think when you're not playing him, Dozier at 3,600 makes a ton of sense.
1: Yeah, look, it's yeah, just a question of value really. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not saying we're going to stack the twins by any means, but I do definitely think that Dozier is the right call on DraftKings.
0: So, at shortstop, Trevor Story, Francisco Lindor, Carlos Correa, all outstanding plays. Let's take a look at the DraftKings lineup, see how much money we have left, and then we'll kind of decide if we're going to play one more good outfielder and a cheap shortstop or a good shortstop and a cheap outfielder. We've got Stratton and Keichel. We've got Avila and Alonzo, Dozier and Arenado, Springer and Brantley. We have 44.50 remaining for our last two lineup spots. I think that probably rules out Trevor Story at 5,700. Lindor's 54 might work. Correa at 5,000 I think does work. Which way are you leaning between paying up for another outfielder or looking for a little value in the outfield and paying up for shortstop on DraftKings?
1: At this point in the day, I'm probably paying up at shortstop and looking for value in the outfield just because I know that it kind of exists. Uh, Cause we've got guys like Lonnie Chisholm Hall, Robbie Grossman that are serviceable in that spot. Dexter Fowler, if he's in the lineup for the Cardinals, big park shift. Um, so I personally would probably pay up for story or one of those other guys. And, uh, you know, look, I, I think it, make, it makes sense to pay for Story because of the Arenado correlation. It makes sense to pay for Correa with the Springer correlation. It makes sense to pay for Lindor with the Alonzo and Brantley correlation. So I, I honestly think that it makes sense to pay up. Um, as far as which one of the three, it really just depends on what you can get with the other outfielder. But I would pay up at shortstop.
0: Well, if we play Story, we have 3200 remaining for our last outfielder. If we go down to Lindor, that's going to give us thirty five hundred. Is there a big enough difference? Or even or even we could we could go all the way down to Korea and we'd have forty one hundred for an outfielder. So which, which of those combinations sounds best to you?
1: Um uh, I think at this point I would prefer to either go with Story or all the way down to Korea. I don't think the difference between Story and Lindor really gets too much uh additional in the outfield. Um so I would probably look at maybe Trevor Story just to get, you know, still have two guys from the Coors Field game there, and, and then I would probably look for someone like either Dexter Fowler for the Cardinals, Lonnie Chisenhall, Robbie Grossman. Uh, that That's probably where I would head. Let's plug Story
0: and Fowler in there. So it's Stratton, Keichel, Avila, Alonzo, Dozier, Arenado, Story, Springer, Brantley, and Fowler over on DraftKings. Of course, that's our lineup at 1.43 p.m. Eastern. If you would like Mike's optimal lineup, you should go to sportsline.com you can get mike's optimal lineup my contrarian lineup and you can get it all for just one dollar not just the lineups but so much more gambling advice pga lineups just about everything that you need to just crush dfs for just one dollar for the first month with the promo code dfs podcast let's go over to fanduel and see where we sit we've got Keiko alonzo Eduardo Nunez, Nolan Arenado, Springer, Brantley, and Luis Valbuena in the utility. We have twenty four hundred remaining for our last two spots. You want to go ahead and plug Steve Pierce in there at twenty two hundred? Yeah. So that leaves twenty six hundred for a short stop, and I am not one hundred percent sure we're gonna like where we're at here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it, honestly. Uh, I expect Addison Russell to be in the lineup for the Cubs. Who knows where he'll hit? Maybe only 7th or 8th. Uh, but they are on the road. Uh, it is a nice park factor shift for them at Great American Ballpark. So I personally, I have no issue playing Addison Russell here. I think he's a fine tournament play, fine way to get a little exposure to that Cubs offense.
0: So the FanDuel lineup will be Keiko, Alonso, Nunez, Arenado, Russell, Springer, Brantley, Pierce, and Luis Valbuena. It's good to be back and it's going to be even better
1: after we cash these lineups.